on this episode of Why Watch That. Well, it could be Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, Matt Wahlberg. That's exactly what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's even more perfect. Are you fighting with your future self? (laughs) Well, that is a question that the movie will answer. I won't give that away. Oh. Some of us aren't really ready to sit next to someone. Sit all next real. to someone? What is that? What does that <laughs> you even know mean? What? I just, just <laughs> you didn't even do I it. Heard when, those when words we were... together before. <laughs> this is a Bloomberg production, so you get jump scares every now and of then. Of course, it's Purge. Okay, mm-hmm. open the door, close it. Bah! Plenty of the citizens in the United States, oh beautiful, for spacious skies, are sick and tired. You gotta grade it on a purge curve. (laughs) (laughs) Why watch that as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head to head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch That. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and business as well. You know, Critic, I got mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here Uh-oh. in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk, and some real good food too. Mm-hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. A why watch that sneak peek? Well, we have two sneak peeks. Oh. We sneak around here at Why Watch That, just slinking and sneaking. <laughs> it's some sneaking things in these two movies, I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 4th of July is right around the corner for those of you who celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is definitely going to be one of those uh, moments where you're going to ask yourself, hey, am I going to go to the theater? Families in town, you're you're about to cook out. It's you know, it oh, used to be out. called Yeah, right. Um, it used to be called Big Willie Weekend when <laughs> Will Smith was dropping his big movies. But Fourth of July <laughs> has truly become a marker of the blockbuster movie. So we've got two options for you listeners. We have an option to where you can go out into the theater, be entertained and horrified and yell at the screen, all that kind of thing. Or you can stay at home and take advantage of a streaming service that you don't know you have. (laughs) (laughs) You should know by now, but sometimes you don't remember that you've got it. you don't know me by now. That is what Jeff Bezos is exactly (laughs) saying. Let's start with good old Jeff Bezos and go to Amazon Prime's Prime Video. Now, again, I know 
critic, you're probably like, why do you do this every time? I I recently had a conversation with a educated, no, educated, well-informed individual who works in the industry. Oh, and was shame. like, for shame. <laughs> and they were like, what? I have Prime. And I'm like, yeah, do you get shipping? And they're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, well, you get all these like movies and TV. How do you not know this? And so, mm. especially after there. the MGM deal. Hello. Nobody's paying attention. They, they <laughs> just want to do Prime Days and forget the fact that you've got a whole slew of movies and TV shows internationally, nationally to choose from. And on top of that, remember, you can just. If you don't, if it's not there for free, you can rent it. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, Apple. So it really is, it behooves you, in my opinion, to get Prime shipping because you get a whole load of music and movies and everything with it. To me, it's the best deal out there. So that's yes. what I have to say about that. They are putting out The Tomorrow War. Ooh, mm. this is a new Chris Pratt movie. And I say that because... Normally, Chris Pat Pratt is getting you your butts in the theater to sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. But this time, he is making himself available to the <laughs> homebodies. And for this movie, it is directed by Chris McKay, we know. And Zach Dean did the screenplay. Now, in this, you've got Chris Pratt, Yvonne Stravotsky, Jake, Academy Award winner J.K. Simmons. Um <laughs> The question is, does Chris have to play the drums? So that, that'll be a bad, bad situation. Sam Richardson, okay, on and on, Keith Powers, la, la, la. Um, this is, when you look at the cover, you can see Chris Pratt morphing into what I call Matt Wahlberg territory. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Wahlberg, I like that. It is. Or, uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg. I said Matt Well, it could Wahlberg. be Matt David, Mark Wahlberg. Matt that, Wahlberg. Oh, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is. That's a per- Actually, that's even more perfect. He's morphing into that. We've seen Chris Pratt, obviously, in the, you know, the Avengers and, you know, all of that stuff. And we've seen him do um, Jurassic Park. This time, he's, like, really going into the military aspect. And he's got another movie coming out with military um, uh, overtones. But the question is, what kind of military is this? When is this? Mm. What or who? Well, who or what is he fighting? And is this something worth our staying at home during the holidays to watch? Wow. So this ain't Annie's tomorrow. I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> tomorrow. No. No. You Whoa. don't love this one. What is it here for? You combine <laughs> those two songs together. <laughs> I know. That's Say it again. <laughs> now, Chris plays Dan Forrester. Dan thinks that something big is on the horizon in his career. Okay. He's waiting for a call. His wife, oh. played by Betty Gilpin, is supportive. He has a young daughter. His young daughter is interested in science, just like him. So what happens when he gets this call? Now, we find out that Dan has a military background. He's a veteran. Okay. And during this time, when he's waiting for the call, he has people over at his house. There's a party. They're watching a soccer game. 
or football outside of the States. <laughs> Something interrupts the game. People appear in the middle of the field while they're playing out of thin air. It is an army. And this army says to the people of the planet, we are from the future. We are being killed by aliens. And if you don't want us to be wiped out, you have to help. Ooh. So there are two timelines. The one from the future is 30 years in the future. How were they able to come back in time? And how are they able to take people from now, ostensibly, yeah. forward? They well, kind it's called of the Tomorrow War. Well, isn't it? <laughs> and they do give you the explanation if you accept it. Now, who will be eligible to go? Not everybody can. They start with volunteers. They do a little test to see whether you're able to go or not. But then they have a draft, a worldwide draft. Interesting. So who gets drafted? And for your draft, you only have to serve for seven days. If you survive the seven days, you come back, live your life, you're done. Are you fighting with your future self? Well, that is a question that the movie will answer. I won't give that away. So there are certain things they do to figure out whether you're eligible to go or not. Okay. Now, you know what happens. You know that Dan ends up going. I mean, he has a military background anyway. And that's how we figure out how all of this stuff works. Uh, Will he make it back, though? Will he last the seven days? Because these aliens really like humans. Now, I'm not going to tell you what that means. Oh, Hannibal. You don't want to be anywhere near them. Okay. And keep in mind, in the future, in this future timeline, the I think the Earth's population ref is uh, down to 500,000. Something like that. 500,000? Something like that. Oh, or maybe 500,000. No, I think maybe what one if you, of the two. What if your past self dies, then your future self dies? Oh, well, no. I can't give that away. I know you can't. You're stingy. <laughs> so Dan goes, Dan meets Sam Richardson's character, Charlie, during the whole recruitment process. What is this like? How do they train them? It's not what you are, would expect. They even tell them, you're expecting this, this, and this from military training? Forget it. Hmm. Now, something happens where they have to go earlier than planned. And it doesn't go exactly correctly. I won't tell you why. I won't tell you what that means. But Dan and Charlie and others are there. And Edwin Hodges' character, Dorian, this is his third time going. Why? He only had to go once. He's back for the third time. And he's the one in there going, shut up. Because if you know Sam Richardson, he's a comedic actor. And he's playing a comedian who's not a comedian in the movie. He's talk, 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 talk. So who's going to survive? What are these aliens like? Why are they really doing that? What's their mission when they get there? And when you come back, what are the repercussions? Because there have been people who've come back, who've survived. And I think it's only like 20% of people actually survive when they go. Oh, my goodness. And they have a problem when they come back. PTSD? Major PTSD. And physical problems. Oh, dear. Okay. And Dan's wife, uh, Emmy is a therapist for these people. She, you know, runs the group and all of that. So she's very concerned when he gets drafted. Oh, yeah. Now, Dan finds some things out about his future 
when he goes. He's not mm. supposed to find out, but he does because he meets certain people. I won't tell you who. Okay. I won't tell you how, but he gets certain information that's disturbing to him. So the question also is, can they not only stop these aliens, but can they change the future as he now knows it? So the tomorrow war is external and internal. Oh, look Ooh. at you. Look at me really helping this movie out. Now, let me tell y'all something. Yeah, yeah. Love. This is the real, I want to know the real deal. <laughs> now, I would say this, Raph. I would say that they needed less humor because I easily could have taken the story more seriously. But they casted Chris Pratt. Right. And, and not Mark Wahlberg. There you go. Right. Not Matt yeah. Damon. Not yeah. Jeremy Renner. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. He ain't the guy for more serious. He and even here when they get to drama, the rhythm's not quite quite right with him. He's not comfortable. And when you get to the movie's middle section, it exemplifies that. That's when things start to get weighed down. So in contrast to saying, okay, less humor, they should have gone further into comedy. That's what they oh, should so have done. So either or just that's right. Straight up or not. Exactly. And keep it moving. Sam Richardson, again, he's doing everything he can to bring the comedy. Pratt is kind of in no man's land. Some comedy, sometimes not. I couldn't quite grasp it. It was difficult. Uh, But they didn't do either. So instead, what you have is moments of half-baked comedy at the beginning, sluggish drama in the middle, and a sputtering extended action sequence at the end. You do get action throughout, of course. That's what this is. Now, regardless of that, overall, it's not terrible. If you like action sci-fi. But a lot of it will be very familiar. Even the twist they tried to throw in toward the end to explain the marauding aliens, that whole thing. Which, by the way, excuse me, they are appropriately disgusting. It's like this. It's a a more simplistic and less impressive spin on the Alien franchise. No surprise. Also, with that said, don't forget it's on Prime. So here's what you should ask yourself. Do I want to see a poor man's blend of Aliens, Edge of Tomorrow, and Independence Day on Amazon Prime? If the thought of that doesn't bother you, check it out. You'll be fine. Well, there you have that. Again, that comes out on the 2nd of July on Prime. So again, if you have shipping and you don't want to go out and venture um, into the theater, you know, things are completely open. So you're not, you know, some of us aren't really ready to sit next to someone. Mm. Why don't you try doing your own popcorn? Sit on next the grill? to someone? What is that? What does that <laughs> you know mean? What? I just, just you didn't even do I've it when heard we, those words we were, together before. <laughs> sit next to that's right. Um, then you can check it out on Amazon Prime, uh, and you know move accordingly. Let's move on to a theatrical release. Oh. Now again, this isn't going to be available for you to sit at home and watch this weekend, <laughs> unless you buy one of them bootlegs. Uh oh. Um, and you should not be doing that. That's right. <laughs> Let's talk about the latest installment in the Purge fran- franchise called The Forever Purge. Mm-hmm. Now, whoa. Now, the last Purge movie was like the prequel of The Purge. 
Purge. It was called the First Purge. And so now we have the Forever Purge. This is uh, not, they aren't all directed by the same person and they're not all written. It's, it's, it's a franchise that keeps going and going. This round is Everardo Gout is directing it and James uh, uh, Monaco is going to be the writer with this. So there's a combination there. Now, as we know with the Purge movies, unlike, you know, the Fast and Furious, we're not seeing a recurring um, main cast. Uh, so at this point, we are looking at Josh Lucas getting taken. And, you know, question is, what side is he on? Mm. Uh, Will Pat? I like to call him Bill Pat. <laughs> Billy Pat. Um, and then we've got um, Anna de la. Okay, no, say it. I want to give me the R's. Give, give it all to me. <laughs> Anna de la Reguera. Reguera. Now we know <laughs> Anna de la Reguera. Um, oh, well done. She, well, thank you. Ooh, more <laughs> the end. Yay. Um, at, we we we've seen her before, and she's really popping up in a lot of movies. So mm-hmm. keep your eye out. She uh, and Alice Cass- Braga put them together. Just put. <laughs> You love <laughs> you know they're popping up everywhere Cassidy I mean on and on we can just go on and on through this list this is going to be out July 2nd as well mm-hmm. only in the theaters and the thing about this that I have to say before we get into it is or ask we've been cooped up some of us want to get out we're ready to do this and for the 4th of July, we want something thrilling and something that's going to capture our attention. You know, we don't want to go and see, you know, Love Jones 2. Oh. Um, <laughs> good movie, but, uh, you know, sequel, do we want to do that for the 4th? Not in this case. Is this the movie for us? Is this the movie to get us out of our homes? Go, it's purge. You know what's going to happen. It's mayhem and murder for 24 hours. Is it 24 hours? It's 17 hours or whatever. 12 hours. You know that they're going to deal with something with America. You know, one Mm -hmm. one was dealing with, you know, race relations. And this could be dealing with another topic that's coming through. Other ones dealing with political. Like, it's, it's all going to mean something. But there is mayhem and murder and malice. Oh, is this the movie? I know I did that. Alliteration <laughs> is my thing. Is this the one? Is this worthy for us to whip off our masks and chomp on popcorn next to an unknown neighbor? Oh, well. Now, supposedly, this is the fifth and final Purge installment. They even had the TV series, remember that? Yes, and it supposedly it's the sequel of the Purge election year. Now, what we have is a married couple, Adela, played by Anna, and Juan, played by Tenoch Huerta. They cross the border from Mexico to the United States. And by the way, this is a Bloomberg production, so you get jump scares every now and then. Of course, it's Purge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Open the door, close it. Ah! <laughs> okay. Now they don't cross legally. Why? And they're not alone. 
but plenty of the citizens in the United States, oh beautiful, for spacious skies, are sick and tired of these illegal crossings. Uh-oh. So the question is this, is the purge the answer to rising anti-immigrant hate? Let them kill once a year on this holiday for 12 hours. If they can find some immigrants, fine. We cut to 10 months later, one day before the purge. Juan is working at a horse ranch. And in the opening scene, we see Dylan. Dylan Tucker, played by Josh Lucas. And he's trying to, you know, calm a wild horse. Let's see if you can do it. What happens? Well, that's what Josh Lucas should be doing in a movie. Well, he tries. (laughs) (laughs) And his father, who's the owner of the ranch, Caleb Tucker, played by Will Patton, of course, is looking. He says, all right, forget that. Get Juan out here. (laughs) And Juan comes in and Juan is a real cowboy. (laughs) He impresses everybody with his skills in calming this wild horse. Now, meanwhile, we come to find out that Adela, she's established herself as a great asset to a meatpacking operation. She's almost just telling people what to do. Ten months. And she wants one to practice his English at home. They're in America now, after all. But she's an optimist. He's a pessimist. Uh, then the purge comes. Oh, dear. And everybody who doesn't want to get caught up in the violence, or violence, as Scar says, needs to lock down somewhere. Yeah, you do. Either way, whether you decide to lock down or purge, everybody's got to follow the rules of this glorious holiday. You can use only sanctioned weapons to kill, and certain people are off limits. Now, the Tuckers, so that's Caleb and Dylan, Dylan's sister, his wife, who's pregnant, of course. Of course, of course. They spend the purge like any other family of means. But what about Juan and Adela? How can they stay safe? Let me tell you this. You may not want to mess with either one of them, okay? Let's just put it that way. But here's the problem, okay? El problema. What if a faction of patriots decides that the purge, which traditionally, again, lasts 12 hours, sundown to sun up, will now last forever? It's the forever after purge. And certain immigrants, wealthy people, Whoever else is taking advantage of this great country, you're fair game forever. What will Adela, Juan, and the Tuckers do with that? And who exactly are the real Americans? And whose side are they on? How are they working together or not? I won't give that away. Now, watching this, I was going, okay, the immigration angle, it's a bit obvious. Yeah, a bit obvious. Heavy-handed. The ending yes, heavy-handed. Sure. But I would say this, it also grounded it a bit, as much as it's possible in a Purge movie. And they hired good actors. They did. Hey! So before the real killing commences, the characters are as well-established as they could be in a Purge movie. You've got to grade it on a Purge curve. <laughs> <laughs> so as a result, this is probably... From what I've seen, I think I've seen two of them ref two films and TV show. It's probably the best I've seen from the world of the purge. Even better than the first one? Probably. I really like the first one. Okay. Probably if you finish it. 
I didn't, I'll put it this way. I didn't mind watching it. Like I was okay. just like, okay. I, I think it's the cast. I really do. Um, but if you're a Purge fan, don't worry. You still get the mayhem, like the ref said. You get the deranged people on the loose. It's the same thing. Um, also, aesthetically, if you think the Walking Dead universe, that's where it would fit. Uh, but w- let's not get carried away. It's a Purge movie. So you know what you're going to get. And they don't care about making a great film. So this is for people who want to see who's going to survive, who's going down, and how with just enough character development for people who aren't total sadists. And with that said, (laughs) (laughs) if you're interested, just so you know, if you haven't seen all the movies, all of that, you haven't seen the Purge election year, you don't need to watch any other Purge offerings to follow what's going on. You can just jump right in. Okay. Well, there you have it. You can see the Purge in a theater near you. I'm pretty sure it's going to be about everywhere hmm. on Friday, starting Friday, the July, the July, <laughs> July 2nd. And you can also catch the tomorrow war on July 2nd, but that one you got to stay home to watch. Now we have given you two options, this beautiful holiday weekend. The question is, you gonna stay home or you going to venture out that my friend will be up to you. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.